Hello and welcome back to Endopod. My name is Hepsi Xavier and I'm a third year medical student. I want to welcome you all to the first part of our Endocrinology of Aging series. We're going to be doing a four part series on how different glands and hormones change in our body as we age and what implications this has. In this episode, we'll be discussing thyroid disease in the elderly. But before continuing with the episode, I wanted to quickly mention an achievement that Endopod has received. I'm so happy to say that we placed as the number one podcast in Feedspot's top 15 endocrinology podcasts in December 2020. I want to say a huge thank you to everyone who listens to our podcast and of course the team at Aberdeen University Endocrinology Society who worked very hard to make this possible. Let's get on with the episode. So I'm going to give you a couple cases. First case is a 72-year-old woman coming to you with fluttering of her heart and chest pain when she climbs stairs. What do you think is going on? The second case is a 35-year-old woman who comes to you with fatigue, a fluttering of her heart, heat intolerance and weight loss despite eating normally. What do you think is going on and what do these two patients have in common? Both of these patients have hyperthyroidism. The younger woman presents with multiple symptoms that may be instantly recognisable to you. The older woman presented with more general symptoms that can be easily attributed to aging or pre-existing comorbidities. These two cases are an example of how recognizing thyroid dysfunction becomes harder with age. Aging affects both the prevalence and clinical presentation of thyroid dysfunction. Subclinical dysfunction in particular becomes more prevalent in older age groups. For example, subclinical hypothyroidism increases in prevalence from 3% under 60 years old to 16% in those over 60 years old. However, thyroid disease also becomes more difficult to diagnose. Younger patients tend to present with multiple symptoms, whereas older patients tend to present with fewer symptoms, many of which are general such as depression, bowel habit changes or cognitive changes which can be easily attributed to their comorbidities or to aging in general. Let's start with hyperthyroidism. When a patient has hyperthyroidism, they have more than the normal amount of thyroid hormone. This results in multiple functions of the body speeding up. As illustrated by the two cases we started with, younger patients may present with multiple symptoms, whereas older patients may present with fewer, more subtle symptoms. When it comes to treatment for hyperthyroidism, elderly patients will need to be treated more cautiously. Surgery to remove goiters or nodules is not recommended due to increased risk. Treatment will typically still involve antithyroid drugs and radioactive iodine. In older patients, it is particularly important to monitor cardiac and central nervous system function while the patient is receiving therapy, especially if the patient has pre-existing comorbidities. Let's move on to hypothyroidism. This is when a patient has less than the normal amount of thyroid hormone which results in slowing down of several functions in the body. Typical symptoms include weight gain, cold intolerance, fatigue and decreased heart rate or pulse. Similar to hyperthyroidism, elderly patients with overt or subclinical hypothyroidism may show subtle symptoms. For example, patients may present with some changes in cognitive function or depression which can be easily attributed to other conditions. It's important to look for other clues such as family history or past medical history involved in thyroid issues. When treating hypothyroidism in the elderly, it is important to maintain a gradual and cautious approach. 
Levothyroxine dose should be gradually increased and the patient should be monitored to ensure there isn't too much strain on the heart or nervous system as levels of thyroid hormone increases. Another issue that arises with thyroid function in the elderly is TSH reference ranges. Current normal ranges are developed based on younger populations. We know what thyroid hormone requirements change with age and TSH levels can be higher in older populations without impacting health. Research is currently ongoing to determine if there should be a different TSH normal range for elderly populations. Indications for treating subclinical thyroid disease are also ongoing. dysfunction can have major impact on all systems of the body. Diagnosing thyroid conditions in the elderly requires a high index of suspicion and clinicians must evaluate multiple differentials when caring for elderly patients. Thank you for listening to this episode and make sure to give us a follow and share our podcast. Follow us on our social media to keep up to date with everything we do. As always, we're very grateful for the support we're receiving and make sure to tune in next Sunday for the next part of our Endocrinology of Aging series. Before I go, I want to say a big thank you to Ramisha Basharat, our, sec- our secretary who was involved in the making of this episode. Stay safe and happy. This is Hepsi Xavier, signing off. Disclaimer. Aberdeen University Endocrinology Society is a student-led organisation and the content provided through Endopod is solely for informative purposes. This does not replace the advice of a doctor or any other healthcare professional. Medical students involved in the making of this episode are in the third year of their medical studies. All of the information provided was researched on appropriate resources. To see them, please see the episode description. Thank you.